I always say if you want to know the trends in public health, like, do. watch the porn. Ain't nobody using condoms out here. We don't see these concentrators also talking about what they do to make sure that they're keeping themselves well Yes. before they shoot. Once I see a condom on, I'm skipping to the next video. Interesting. Likewise. And welcome back to another edition of Keep On Loving the Podcast. The I podcast. am Javante Lee Williams, and this is my beautiful co-host. I am Amia Pacheco Branch. <laughs> when you have to check your own names. Because <laughs> I always want to be Amia Rose, but the people out here don't, they, they don't, don't that's know my other name. persona. Aw. Yeah. I like that one. You, I can, I'm going to go by Amia Rose. Like. That's how I have you saved in my phone. Well, great, because that's yeah. who I really am. Amir Pacheco Branch is the corporate girl. That's where the checks are the made co- out to. <laughs> <laughs> the checks are made out to Amia Pacheco Branch, mm-hmm. hyphenated. Crawford. So before we started talking, I had asked you if we could come back to your business idea because we were talking about and I have uh, who's the guy that just got locked up? <laughs> Tory Tory Lanez. Okay. Ooh. We were talking about a couple people getting locked up. But yes, Tory Lanez. <laughs> locked up. They won't let me out. Ooh. So we were talking about Tory Lanez mm-hmm. and I made the comment about someone who has mm-hmm. a content creation mm-hmm. uh subscription service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because that's who I thought you were originally talking about first. That's not my first one, too. And then it brought me back to the idea. So you wanted to do brand development for content creators with subscription services. Yes, absolutely. Super easy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would love to do that. That's, like, super easy. It's super fun. And, you know. Yeah. So, like, what would that be like if I had a content creation subscription service? So what you would do is you would – we can do editing – (laughs) <laughs> we can do uh, we can do recordings, mm-hmm. um, slicing, um, graphics on there, all of the other greatness. We can make sure that everything gets up there monthly. So, listen. So, with creating content like that, you only if like you, that. Yes, you only need like ten minutes worth of content. Ten minutes worth of content is at least two weeks because when you're dropping little clips and stuff like that you only really got to post once or twice a month you're getting people's money for about $8.99 you're such an enterprising young man (laughs) you have so many ideas you have so many ideas like you also told me about like a recovery house Mm -hmm. for um, people in transition Mm -hmm. like you have so many good ideas you know you got to have you know as a trans black woman there's not too many jobs you can have paid in in the back pocket Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. working in public health you know you love public health public health just doesn't pay is what you need Needed, so you got to always mm-hmm. make sure that mm-hmm. you, you know, a good friend, Javante, told me to always make sure you have a good extra job in the back pocket. That friend is Something very like wise. That, that friend like is that. very wise. So, so today we're going to be talking about, we're going to add to our series that we started a few episodes back called What the Prep. Oh, okay. What the Prep. And Was it Emily be, or, it was Emily or. I miss Emily and Brian. <laughs> I miss Come Emily back and to Brian. us. Brian, Emily, come back. Please, come, come we back. miss you. Come we, back. There's a seat at the table. Your camera is here. Oh. That's my camera. All right. Come back to us, Brian. To us. Emily. Yeah. Um, but we started What the Prep, uh-huh. and it's basically a, an evolving series. And I wanted to talk to you today about myths concerning pre exposure prophylaxis. Prep. 
PrEP. Ah. So we'll put a description up on the screen of what PrEP is. But, you know, there are multiple forms of PrEP now. So back in 2012, when the FDA first approved the medication to prevent HIV. Truvada. It was Truvada, yes. The blue pill. Is it still blue? I think it's blue. <laughs> I stopped taking mine. They had to take a whole new set of medications. So. <laughs> but it was blue. Uh-huh. And I think that's one of the criticisms of it because it was like the other little blue pill. But mm-hmm. now you have uh, Discovy. Mm-hmm. You also have uh, Apertude. You have a bunch of medications. Uh-huh. And you have like even more technologies that are coming out. Mm-hmm. So like I know they're working on anal douches, vaginal douches. They're working on rings. Please tell me more about these anal douches. I don't know. I okay. don't know. I don't know enough to tell you about them mm-hmm. because I think that a lot of them are in development. Okay. And they're testing. They're even working on an HIV vaccine to prevent HIV. So like there's a variety of technologies. But we're talking about the ones that we have. So I had sent you a list that I found on WebMD, and we'll put the link in the show notes. Okay. But I thought it would be really good to go down and debunk these myths and give our opinion on it. Let me pull my handy-dandy phone out there. So myth number one, PrEP is only for gay men. Well, on the surface, like. And so that right there itself has a lot of women asking me a lot of questions, especially Mm -hmm. when I talk about PrEP. Um, And it's hard for them, some of them, to believe that PrEP is really for them also because of how it is displayed or talked about within the community and especially on like commercials and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And when I just literally say it's not tested in women, but for me, that also makes me nervous to say, but that's a whole other conversation. I'm really curious, like why everything goes back to gay men. Like HIV was only a gay disease. PrEP is only for gay men. Mm -hmm. You know, like even when MPOX was starting to be a Mm -hmm. thing last year, like, it was only for gay men. Right? You actually got my you you say a lot of things to make my brain roll, but when you <laughs> Is that def- like an eye roll? <laughs> no. You just make a lot of things like if you have never worked with like side note, if you've never worked with Javante in a professional they manner. <sighs> Even if there's nothing wrong, Javante will find something to challenge just to make sure that we have thought about everything. It's called critical thinking. So when you started talking about monkeypox last year mm-hmm. and just about different things, you started making my mind roll. So mm. like when now when I think about monkeypox. Not pox, to be confused with an eye roll. Not, no, 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 no. I never right. roll my eyes at you. So fact, PrEP is for anyone who doesn't have HIV but is at risk of getting it through sex or IV drug use. The CDC recommends PrEP if you have had anal or vaginal sex in the past six months. I wonder how they came up with that number. Probably related to a study. Because mm-hmm. I'd say like the last year. Anyway. All right. Um, you and your partner haven't used condoms every time. Your partner has HIV. Or you were diagnosed with a sexually transmitted infection in the past six months. Or you're a woman with an HIV positive partner who is trying to get pregnant. That's an interesting fact. Hmm. We'll have to come back to that. Myth number two. You don't need to use condoms if you take PrEP. Now, this one. Right. Let me know. Let's get into this. Because if you look at Twitter. I mean, you should. Oh, go ahead. Because If right. you look at Twitter. Uh-huh. If you look at some of the other sites. Mm-hmm. Right. If you look at some of the content subscription services. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Ain't nobody using condoms out here. And I wish we could talk about that. Is a whole other thing when you talk about my subscription <laughs> and like things like that. Like being more like we don't see these content creators also talking about what they do to make sure that they're keeping themselves well. Yes. Before they shoot. Mm, like testing for STIs on set sometimes. Um, well, I mean, because some of them don't have sets. Some of them are at the Ramada right down the street. Okay, let's be honest. Is Ramada still a thing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Ramada. You were dating yourself at the Ramada down the street. I don't think we have any Ramadas in Philly. Uh, what was it? Uh, yeah. I'll just so they're down the street at the yeah, Ramada. At the, at the Ramada, like, they don't. But being able to, first of all, again, when you talk about making money, if I'm a content creator, right, mm -hmm. boom, why would I not press on these other um, pharmaceuticals to do work? I'm literally doing sex work. Mm -hmm. You literally have things to help me. First of all, if this were a drinking game, mm -hmm. we went that whole period without saying sex ever, I believe. Oh, that's a lie, because I just talked about sexually Boom. transmitted infection. Oh. But we didn't say it in that way. But yeah, but like if that's the work that I'm doing, and why would I not want to bring more brand awareness around things? Because a lot of us, well, I know me, I, I learned a lot of things from watching, watching. and consuming content. Correct. Mm -hmm. So yeah. there's a lot of things that they don't teach us, but that's a whole nother thing. I always say, if you want to know the trends in public health, like, do. watch the porn. Because what's presented popular in porn, mm -hmm. people want to emulate. They want to enjoy themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there's a reason certain genres and niches appeal to some people is because that fantasy is based in a reality of mm -hmm. certain folk. And, you know, however you fantasize and escape in your content, I think— well, I digress. But ain't nobody using condoms. Nah. And I, I think that, like... But it's cringy. I'm going to be honest. It's cringy. Like, I'm like, Cringy oh, to use condoms? Yeah, to see... Okay, it's cool for me. Mm -hmm. I, I can watch great things. Once I see a condom on, I'm skipping to the next video. Interesting. Interesting. Likewise. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, that, and we have to, we have to, like grapple with the fact of where society is now mm -hmm. and then adapt our prevention modalities for that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if barrier protection, which condoms are, mm -hmm. isn't in practice, mm -hmm. what are other ways to stay safe? And like, I really am a fan of Doxypep. So Doxypep is medication that you take after the fact to prevent like other infections. So, you know, bacterial vaginosis or chlamydia or gonorrhea, like you can take medications after the fact to prevent those from occurring. And if you're not using condoms, I think that's something helpful, like considering PrEP on the front end mm -hmm. and Doxypep on the back end, <laughs> but what about the girls in the back that do not? <laughs> you just caught it, didn't you? <laughs> Doxy on the back end. Nah, yep, I got you. Da ha. Um, <laughs> what about the girls who like are against? Um, and when I say girls, I mean I use that loosely. That's that's everybody mm -hmm. for me. Um, that are not a fan of pills. That's an interesting conversation. Because mm -hmm. we still have doxyprep. Like, what if we have someone who a doctor has already um, 
gotten them to get We'll have one. to find a scientist to come on, because I don't we, know too much about that. And yeah. I don't want folks to eat me up in the comments. And I know, like, we have the injectable yeah. still, but, like, um, yeah, like, that was always my question. And then when it comes to using condoms, the people don't also know about the different ways to be able and to, like, I just found out just within being in the, doing this work within the last two years of doing this work that you should be putting lube in the tips of the condoms and things of that mm, sort mm-hmm. so that you can make sure that you have the same pleasure from the outside and the inside, which made sense. So maybe if people also knew different ways to be able to use condoms to be able to have it more pleasurable. Have you ever tried to do that? <laughs> I'm a lady, so I don't know. So I'll have to ask a gentleman. (laughs) That is not what I was inferring. But what I mean is it gets a bit convoluted, like, to do all of the— It's not. It it gets a bit convoluted. So as— We got to move on. We do. Because I need to read this fact. Yes. PrEP prevents HIV uh, from—wait, hold on. Sorry. I'm not wearing my glasses. Push them up. Prep prevents HIV from multiplying in your body. If you're exposed to the virus during sex, using condoms every time you have sex will protect you from being exposed to the virus in the first place. Condoms also protect against other STDs like chlamydia, gonorrhea, which prep doesn't prevent. Right. That's that's what I was using. Mm -hmm. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah. Myth number three. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. It's hard to get a prep's a prescription for prep. It's so not. This is kind of on the borderline for me. It depends. Actually, go ahead because yeah. I have people who tell, especially women. I have had to help so many women advocates, cisgender, real women. I've had to like hit that was shade. I, because you know some people mm-hmm. don't. It's I got you. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't get. Like, doctors don't get, some doctors refuse to give CPAP women PrEP. Mm. And I'm just like, what makes them any different Mm -hmm. than myself as a trans black woman or yourself as a gay black male? Um, Like, what makes... Who's gay? uh, That man is gay. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I, I think for me, I'm on the bubble with this one because it is a myth. Right, prep should be easily accessible, but for certain populations of people, mm-hmm. like depending on where you live, it mm-hmm. can be really difficult to mm-hmm. get prep. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the reasons we created phillykeeponloving.com and we put the teleprep program on there because people had a hard time getting appointments. You know, you go to a doctor and the waiting list is three months. That should not be. And in many places it's not like that, mm-hmm. right? But why am I looking for prep? In a haystack. So what about when someone gets an appointment and the doctor doesn't feel like they are in need of prep? How do they advocate for themselves? I always say, can you make a note in my chart why you're not giving me that medication? Hmm. Because they're not going to write it down. They're not going to write down that we had a discussion and I refused to do something that the patient requested. Right? Unless you're asking for oxy. Mm-hmm. Like, but they're not going to write down that they refuse to give you pre-exposure prophylaxis. They just won't do it. So that's a tip. Expert, t- what is what do you call it? Insider tip, expert hack. Write down, <laughs> 
Ask your clinician to write that in your chart uh-huh. if they say they won't give you something. Can you now? Can you ask? Because I'm going to expound on that. Can you ask to see that note before you leave? Yeah. Okay. It's your body. Okay. It's your medical record, right? The people. Because I myth number four. Uh huh. Well, let me give the fact. Any licensed healthcare provider mm-hmm. can prescribe prep. If you don't have a primary care doctor, you can visit a health clinic or you can search a doctor through the HIV services locator on hiv.gov. Or you can log on to phillykeeponloving.com if you live in Philly. phillykeeponloving.com. Myth number four. Mm -hmm. You only need to take PrEP after having unprotected sex. Now, now, I also, help me out, because you are my PrEP person. Like, when I think about PrEP and people ask me PrEP questions, I'll be like, hold on, let me go ask Javante, because Javante really knows. I have fallen more out of getting pushing PrEP, where I push PrEP, but Mm -hmm. some of the knowledge is rusty for me. Mm -hmm. So... I was being told um, about how people can do it in clusters. Like Mm -hmm. if you're not a person who is always sexually active, but Mm -hmm. when you are, you do it for three or four months and then go about your day for a year. Yeah. Um, Is there a way that you can double up on it or do it just specifically for that time? Is there? Yeah. So, well, it's not doubling up, but it's called two on one episodic prep, right? Where when you're going to have sex and you know, you're going to have sex Mm -hmm. then you would take prep, you would take, Two pills, then one pill, mm-hmm. and then one pill after sex, right? And you can Google 211 prep. It'll give you the instructions. The challenge with that is I always give in my talks or when I'm talking about this, people who schedule their sex mm-hmm. probably also take advantage of the Denny's happy hour special <laughs> because young people don't schedule sex. It just happens sometimes, right? Sometimes. Unless so, you have a sneaky link. And unless then. you have a sneaky link and you arrange things. But <laughs> usually sex is more spontaneous. Mm -hmm. And so even if you know the day of, Mm -hmm. it may be too late to Mm -hmm. initiate that, right? So the best way to take PrEP is actually what the fact says for this. Um, You have to take PrEP consistently for it to protect you from HIV if you're ever exposed. Post-exposure prophylaxis, this is the one that you take after, or PEP, PEP, Mm -hmm. is the pill you take after having unprotected sex or barrierless sex, right? When you take PEP within 72 hours of possible exposure, it's very effective at preventing HIV, but PEP is only for emergencies and it's not a substitute for PrEP. So in Philadelphia, we have the PEP Center, Mm -hmm. and that's a hotline you can call. Mm -hmm. And we have our PrEP partners, Mm -hmm. right? So if you live in Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. you can get access to PrEP. You can get access to PrEP. What if you're just traveling through Philadelphia? And you may need some PEP. Is it easy to get or is it like you got to get back home to wherever you're from? That's a good question, but I think we can help you out. All right. I think we can help you out. And you can go to HIV.gov. Because you know we have a couple festivals coming up, so we need to let the girls know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Myth number five. PrEP is really expensive. You know what? This is on the bubble for me, too. I mean... Now working within, like, the medical field for me, like, no medication is expensive. Uh It's all in how well the care team that you have. Mm -hmm. Because with one good doctor stroke of a pen Mm -hmm. um, can change how things are. One good case manager with your insurance provider can change how everything is. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm on the bubble with this one is because, like, some of the newer technologies. True. Like, 
um, the injectable prep. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty pricey medication. It is. But if you get the pills, right, like it's almost free. And the government has several programs mm-hmm. to make prep no cost to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so Except if it's pill form. Yes. Yeah. So depending on the type of technology you want, mm-hmm. it will depend on the accessibility and the cost. So does um, that have to do with, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um and the way people's um, social economic status is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, no, because I don't think they do like an income test or anything. Like okay. you don't have to prove anything for your income. Like if you want it, mm-hmm. you can get. Access so, to are you it. saying someone with maybe a private insurance, like for I have a private insurance with with our agency? Like, mm-hmm. is there a way I would get turned down for? Um, injectable where someone who is maybe um, dealing with... Um, that is an insurance question. I'm not an insurance expert, I, so I'm, I'm going to leave it to the I, experts because I, I don't want to put misinformation out there you. and then somebody be like... <coughs> I just, you know, I'll be trying to think for the people. <laughs> but here's a fact. Prep drugs can be expensive. Mm-hmm. They can cost up to several thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. That's on top of the lab, lab cost and doctor's visits, which can be as much as $15,000 a year. But you probably won't have to pay anywhere near that amount. Most private health insurance plans, Medicare and Medicaid, cover the cost of PrEP. Insurance also pays for doctor's visits and lab tests. If you don't have health insurance, you can get programs like Ready, Set, PrEP and the Vive Connect to help you pay for PrEP. Um, And I know Gilead also has a program that can help you pay for PrEP as well. Um, Myth number six. PrEP is only for people who have multiple sexual partners. Well, no. I mean, no. True. No. I was saying true to myself that the no was right. <laughs> don't you I talk to myself. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I had to think. And I was like, no, you was right. No. Right. Um, In fact, even if you only have sex with one person, mm-hmm. it's good to take PrEP. Mm-hmm. Right? Your mm-hmm. part, if Especially if your partner has HIV with a detectable viral load or if you're not sure of your partner's HIV status, mm-hmm. um, or if your partner's an IV drug user, mm. or if your partner has sex with other people. Mm. Yeah. So I think, you know, a couple years ago, there was this thing like Truvada whore, and people were shaming folks who took PrEP as like just being promiscuous. I think we've moved past that just a bit. Oh, because what did I just say before we start recording? If you are not pro-ho, you are not pro-nothing. Like, what? I think the word you're looking for is sex positive. Sure. Hashtag pro-ho. Hashtag pro-ho, sex positive. Like, all of that greatness. We're in 2023. People are literally busting it open online for $3.99. Like, it is, it is here. Our parents have done it. Our, our great-grandparents have done it. It's been around. It's in the music. I don't understand why people act. So, I think it's because we're in... So, I think this is a good place to stop for this episode. With busting it open for three ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Amia, for a very interesting conversation. You're you always so, have such an artful way with words. Well, if you don't understand how much I love this work, I think this episode has really shown. Oh, how I, much I think I think they've I gotten it. I think they've gotten it. And I'm gonna say to all the three ninety nine folks, you need to go up on your prices. It's 2023 inflation. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Philly Keep On Loving. My I, name is Javante. This is my co-host. I'm a man. 
And we will see you in the next one. And if remember, no matter how you're loving, just keep on loving. Bow, 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 bow. Bow. Bow.